Hey friend, welcome to Purposefully Planned Mom Life. Are you over rocking that hot mess mom bun? Do you find yourself up late at night wondering when you're gonna figure it out and how to have more balance in your day to day? Do you wake up with big ambitious goals only to feel disappointment when nothing goes as you intended and somehow the house is still a mess, you haven't showered again, and yeah, that quiet time, forget about it. Hey, I'm Sarah. I too was that busy mama who looked like I had it together but deep down struggled with how I somehow got lost in this new season. I wanted more balance in my life and I wanted to work towards my God-given goals and dreams but didn't know where to start now that I was a parent. I kept telling myself, this is how life is now and I'm simply just a hot mess mom. Eventually, I broke up with that ungodly belief over my life and began planning and journaling and taking action. In this podcast, you will learn how to prioritize and plan, develop intentional habits, and build your faith as a busy, multi-passionate mama so that you can have more clarity, confidence, and purpose in all that God is calling you into. If you're ready, yank up those high-waisted leggings, grab that journal and planner, and let's get to it. Awesome. Hey, ladies. Thank you so much for jumping on today's show. I am so excited to introduce Gabe Cox. She is such an incredible woman I've gotten to know over the past, I want to say nine months, and I am just so thrilled to have her on the show. Gabe, welcome. Please tell us who you are. Tell us a little bit about you. Share all the things. Yeah. Well, thank you, Sarah, for having me. It's so fun to get to chat, Um, chat about my favorite things, talking about goals and balance and all of that. But um, I am an author, speaker, and coach, and podcaster, I guess. And my business is Red Hot Mindset. So I help women turn their passions into purpose by pursuing goals God's way. And I get to just enjoy really seeing that transformation of women clarifying their God given dreams and goals and actually going after it. And that's something that I'm passionate about in motherhood itself, because I went on a journey of my own to discover that I could have both my dreams and motherhood and they could intertwine and I could be the best example for my kids that way. I have three boys, um, all different ages. So elementary, middle school and high school. And I've been married to my best friend for almost 17 years, I think. Holy moly, it's been a long time. So we live in Colorado, love the mountains, love running, love hiking, love anything outdoors and board games. Our family loves board games. So that's a little bit about me in a nutshell. Oh, that's awesome. I love board games too. Whenever we have a holiday, um, like where we have like a get together of some sort, like, you know, the big holidays, like Thanksgiving, Christmas and whatnot. We always do food. Of course. Like if anybody knows me, number one issue with me is there's gotta be food involved. And then after food, we're usually in a food coma. So we'll usually play like a fun game or something. So board games and like, we like spoons and I don't know if you've ever played spoons, but it's awesome. Mm -hmm. It's so fun. Um, awesome. Well, it is going to be so exciting just to dig into today's topic, which is goals. And I know, like you said, you're super passionate about that. Um, so first question I got for you is how do you even create goals and still find balance in changing seasons? Cause especially in motherhood, things are constantly changing and we go from, I feel like it's like the one time in your life where especially if you're in that first couple of years of motherhood, right? The seasons change so quickly. Um, So how do we start creating goals and how do we find that balance within those changing seasons? Mm -hmm. It's such a great question because what you're saying with the different seasons is every season brings new challenges. Every season brings new activities, 
uh, new roles, new responsibilities. And so sometimes it's really hard to understand how, how to be able to have balance and go after goals at the same time. Um, I know for me, I'm in a busy season of driving my kids everywhere. I have one more year till my oldest is driving. Can you believe it? He's going to have his permit this next week. So crazy, but I am in the car like three hours a day driving to and from gymnastics and driving my other kids to different places as well. And all of them are in one activity. That's it. We don't let them do multiple activities. They pick one. It's just that the one that my oldest picked is 25 hours a week. So it's a lot of work and time. Um, But, you know, in my diaper, like when my kids were in diapers and we were running around and I felt like I didn't have any time to spare for myself either. So it's like each season is so different. But what I found that's the same is that it's really important for us to be able to carve out a specific amount of time for ourselves, whether it's only five minutes or it's an hour or it's a couple hours a week or whatever it is, if we don't essentially schedule an appointment for ourselves, for our goals or for our passions, it's, they're not going to happen because we will put them on the shelf. We will put them aside and help everyone else with what they need and what they want. And that's just motherhood in general. Right. And sometimes I feel like we have this badge of honor that we're too busy, you know, like how do you talk about the hot mess mom all the time? It's the Ah. hot mess mom. We feel like it's a badge of honor to be that. Well, it doesn't have to be that way because we can balance goals and life. And one of the things when I started going like working on goals and really, um, coming into finding a way to go after them myself, one of the things that I learned that I don't have to go all in. And as a mom, we really can't. Um, when I hear all in, I hear 24 seven live, think, breathe this goal and you, nothing else matters. Every, every decision is based off of, will it get me closer to this goal? Um, but in motherhood that doesn't work. And so a lot of people will say, well, I can't go all in. So I just can't do it. Well, we, you don't have to, it's about consistency. It's about balancing life and motherhood and your other roles alongside giving yourself the grace to have time for yourself. Because if you have a deep desire that, um, you know, you feel is stirring, it's probably God nudging you to do something. And then if we don't say yes to it, then we're being disobedient. Right. And so it's, it's us having to figure that out. And that's what I've learned with balance when it comes to goals is I don't have to go all in. I can, I can just do what I can do and maybe it'll take a little bit longer but it's still going to happen, especially if God wants it to. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. I love that. Yeah. So definitely creating and setting that time aside when you're working towards creating those goals. I think that's so crucial because, you know, it's just one of those things where life can get really busy, especially when you're in the thick of motherhood in the first couple of years, or maybe you have multiple children that are young and it's tough, you know, but I think that if you create and set aside that time, like you said, for yourself and for the things that you are working towards, for the things that God's also called you to do, um, you know, because you can show up as an amazing mom, but also, like you said, go after the goals, dreams, and desires that you, that he's placed on your heart. And I think that's so important because, you know, I know for a while for me, it was like, yeah, I was going after the things that I wanted to do within my business. But I also was like, oh, well, you know, my house is in shambles and everything around me is like kind of upside down, but I didn't like it. I just accepted that. And I had to kind of realign all of my goals and map out like, okay, 
how do, you know, even down to how does my home look? I think that's super important. And that, you know, for some people, maybe that's a big deal and maybe it's not, but I know for me, when my home feels good, I feel good. So when it looks good, I'm sorry, when my home looks good, I feel good and it doesn't need to be perfect, but you know, there are certain things that I need to prioritize goal-wise within my daily life and weekly life too. So I love that. That's so good. Um, okay. So talking about dreams and desires. So what if one of the listeners are, or multiple listeners are listening to this and they're like, you know what? I don't even know what my dreams and desires are outside of motherhood. I kind of like got lost in the thick of motherhood and like, where do I even begin? Where do I start trying to like come up with what, what are my dreams? Like, how do, how do I even begin? Mm -hmm. Such a great question. And I actually was in the thick of that early on in motherhood because I did, I, I had all these ambitions. I was very independent in college and did not plan for how my life would look this way. I planned for it very different, but when I became a mom, which was early on uh, within a couple of years of being married, I put my dreams on the shelf and they sat there forever. Cause I thought I was supposed to, like we were talking about, I thought I was supposed to sacrifice everything for my kids. But what I also learned in that season is that my kids need me to be their main example. They need to see what it is to create goals and to go after them and to have a plan. And they need to see, um, that adulthood isn't just about being there for your kids, right? There's so much more to being an adult and we want to show them that it, there's, it's, it can be fruitful. Like life can be fruitful after college, after high school. Um, and so when I came, when I took my dreams off the shelf and dusted them off, they looked completely different than they did when I put them on there. And I think that's one of the first things that we need to know as we're trying to figure out what our dreams are outside of motherhood is that they're not going to look the same as they did a few years ago. And that's okay because our dreams will shift just like our seasons and God will put new desires in our heart. And, um, it's a matter of being able to dwell on that and to be able to see it. And so what I love to talk about is creating a mission statement for your vision. And in order to do that, you really need to dream. I know one of the things you love to talk about is journaling. And that's something that I encourage listeners to do is take out that journal, dust that off if you haven't done it in a <laughs> while and just start writing down different dreams, different ideas of things you would like to do. And this, and I, I have a, I call it a hundred dreams list. And I say, do all hundred, even if they seem silly, if they're huge or small, or if you break them up into mini dreams, but sit there for a while with that and write down all the things that you want to do in your life or things that you, you would do if you weren't scared or whatever. Yeah. And that's just going to help you to be able to really, um, see some different possibilities, really, uh, pray over it and have God come into it. And I say that after your hundred dreams list, then you can start circling different ones that actually matter to you more and really dive into that and find that, that root one that you could start with. Um, and when you start with goals, it doesn't have to be big. It really doesn't. And so having that vision and really seeing it is the most important step. Um, because that's where you start. That's where a dream is born. That's where you can go. Okay. Well, this is my dream. What's my goal to start working toward it. Cause that's the thing dreams are, I feel like their dreams are your big vision for your life or your big vision for something that you want to do or that God's calling you to, but goals are kind of a stepping stone to get there. 
So yeah. yes, you can have some large goals, but breaking them up is really, really important too. Um, and when I started dreaming, I started dreaming with race. I started using racing and running goals as the way to learn and understand how to have a goal and how to see it through. But what I learned with that is that in that actually seeped into my everyday life and into my habits and um, systems and things that I created um, just in regular life to hit other goals and to be that example for my kids. And so starting small is important and then being able to kind of create that, that vision and that mission statement for yourself. Yeah. So good. I am all about starting small. Like that's something that I love to emphasize on the podcast is I think, I think moms and, you know, and I say moms, not that this can't be relatable to somebody who isn't a mom, but I think it's a lot more achievable when we break down our goals and we give ourselves these small things so that we can build upon that. And we celebrate every step of the way. Like I know when I first got started, my first goal to getting my home organized, no joke was just to make my bed every day. And that sounds so small. And I timed it. It takes me 45 seconds. I literally timed myself because I was like, why is this such a big deal to me? Why is it that I haven't done this for, you know, the past two years? Like what is going on? So I started doing it. That was my only goal that I had on my checklist every single day. And I said, I will develop and build this habit or intentional action plan of making my bed every single day. And that's so minute, so small, but it also led me to creating all of the other routines and things that I do within my personal life, my home, my business, whatever it is, because I started small and I built that belief in being able to accomplish that small thing. And I think that is so important that moms remember, it doesn't need to be huge. It doesn't need to be this big extravagant, like as a runner, you know, I, I, my husband's a runner as well. And he didn't go from not running to running. What is a marathon? 26.2 miles. Mm -hmm. You don't go from that without the stepping stones in between. You have to build up to that. You have to work towards that by taking smaller steps and having other goals in between. So I think that's so, so good. So I know that you have, um, a method, you have something that you love to teach on about goals. And I know we talked about, you know, obviously not just leaving your goals up in your mind, but maybe journaling them out, writing them down. I am a a big advocate for writing, physically taking a pen to paper and writing them down so that you get to revisit that later. And also just to kind of get it out of your mind and make it more real. Like this is something I want to do or create. But I know you also have a method for creating goals and crushing them, of course. So what is that method? Share that with us. Mm-hmm. It's called the red hot formula for setting and crushing goals. And it's three pillars. We already talked about the first one, which is seeing it. And that's really creating that goal or dream for yourself and creating that vision and that mission. Um, and one with that is to post that is to put it in front of you. Not so that you can dwell on it, not so that you have to go all in, but so that you see it visually every day. Because when we see something, we are more apt to take action on it. Um, You can't turn your, you can't look at a car and say you're a car and turn yourself into a car, right? That's not how that works. (laughs) But um, you also just, you need to see things, put them in the forefront. It's kind of like when you buy a car. And then you, you've never seen that car on the road. And then everyone is driving that same car, right? It's because you see it, it's in front of you. Um, so that's the first pillar. And we already talked a little bit about how to do that, but number two is to plan it. 
And when it comes to planning it, it's setting that appointment for yourself. Like, honestly, when I'm training for running, even when I'm not training, I put my runs on the calendar. So I know exactly when I'm doing them. They're spaced right in between my littlest going to school and picking up my oldest from gymnastics. I have about an hour to get a few miles in and I put them in there. And that helps me to go, yep, I have set that appointment for myself and I'm going to make that work. Same thing with the goals, set an appointment for yourself, um, plan it out. And really, um, no, no one is ever going to hit a goal without planning first. You have to plan. And when we talked about set, setting those stepping stone goals, right? So don't make it this big, big burly goal. Like your dream doesn't, it needs to be broken down because how do you eat an elephant? You eat them one bite at a time. I don't know why you would want to eat an elephant, but that's the thing, <laughs> right? And so, but it, it it's easier if you focus on one step at a time. And the other po- important part of that is one, that helps you from feeling like you have to go all in and focus on it 24 seven and only do that and nothing else that creates the balance, right? Mm-hmm. Two, you get a quick win. And when you get a quick win, it's easier to keep going. If your goal is too far out there and it's going to take you months to get there and you don't have stepping stone goals, you're going to quit. That's just the way it is. Yeah. I'm, I'm telling it how it is. You will quit on yourself because it just feels impossible. It feels too big and burly, but when you break it down and you create that plan and you set your appointments, then it's a lot easier. You can do it in those five minute chunks that you have, or the hour chunk that you have, because I know what you don't have a whole lot of extra time in your day. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. um, but it's knowing how to do it because seasons change. Like we talked about in the beginning, someday you're going to be an empty nester and you're going to have, well, quote unquote, all this time, because it doesn't change like our roles as moms either. Um, but you, your how you go after goals could change, right? You might have more time to invest when your kids are driving themselves to activities or whatever it is, but in the season you have, think about the chunk of time you have and plan accordingly. Um, and the other thing is to actually do the thing you can't, you can see it, you can plan it, And you can do that all day long, but a lot of people forget that third step to actually do something about it. Like we talked about, you can't, um, just look at something and have it happen. It's not going to come into fruition without putting the action behind it. Even if God wants it for you, right? If it's a goal, if it's something he's set in motion for you to do, you still have to be faithful and take the action toward it. He has, you, you have to meet him right in order for something to happen. And so the doing it is really setting daily routines, setting um, good habits. What is it that I need to do in order to make that balance, in order to have the work-life balance and be able to put some action in? And honestly, I say do one to three steps daily. Think about one to three things you need to do daily and make a habit and make it consistent. They don't have to be big but just so that you have that in the forefront of your mind and you're doing it, maybe not all in, right? But you're doing it as you can. And the more consistent you are with it, the more easily you will see it through. And then you'll see those small wins along the way and it'll keep you going. And um, that's that's really the basis of it. it. That was a very broad overview of what the formula is, but it's really see it, plan it and do it. Yeah. I love that. That's so good. And when you were talking about doing it and taking action, I just had an episode about that where, you know, you can 
think about goals all you want. You can, you can even journal about them. You can write them down. You can, but if you forget that last piece, which is take action on them and taking action doesn't need to look huge. Like you said, it could be very small steps, you know, one to two, one to three things to step closer and closer to whatever it is that you are working towards when, you know, that big burly goal, but breaking it down. And yeah, I, I totally agree. I think that we quit on ourselves a lot because we set this huge goal. We forget to break it down. And then we lose the belief in ourselves that we can accomplish it because we aren't making those small steps and small goals and celebrating those wins. Celebrating the win is what's going to build that belief within ourselves to continue to keep going because it's going to get hard. We're going to have doubt. We're going to have fear. You know, those things get in the way and try to stop us from stepping into all the things that God has called us to. And it's, it can be tough. Like it's, it's not fun. (laughs) So I love that. I love that. Those are so good. Those pillars are like so, so perfect. So awesome. Well, this has been amazing, Gabe. And I know that everybody listening has gotten so many amazing, like little nuggets from this and they're I hopefully took notes. So tell us where can we find you? I know you have a podcast and I know that you have, which I will include in the show notes. You do have a uh, workbook with this method that you offer. So tell us where we can find you. Mm -hmm. So the best place to find me is my website. It's redhotmindset.com. And I do have a workshop that goes along with this. It's called the Red Hot Formula for Setting and Crushing Goals, but it goes through this much more in depth. It gives you some worksheets to work through and just guides you to actually create that plan and create a goal if you don't have it, and then to create the plan to actually do it um, in the season you're in. But also you can find me on Goal Driven Moms podcast. We talk all things goals. Uh, systems, routines, things to help you to be able to go after your God-given goals and turn your passions into purpose. And so that's, that's the best place to find me. You can find socials on the website, all the things. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. I will include all of that in the show notes, but thank you so much, Gabe, for being here and just for pouring into our listeners and just blessing them with all of your amazingness that you have. So thanks again. Thanks, Sarah. I truly hope you were able to receive something from today's episode. If you have a moment and you are loving this episode or this show, if you could please leave me a review on Apple Podcasts, it would be such a blessing to me. And this is how I really know that this is somehow blessing you. Thanks so much again, friends. And until next time, have a wonderful goal crushing week.